welcome to another episode of Conversations and Connections. It's the official podcast of the Family Crisis Center of East Texas. I'm Stuart Burson, the the uh, prevention coordinator. Who, who are you, Stuart? Well, I, it took me just a second to figure out, now what do I do here? Uh, the prevention coordinator for the agency. And if you haven't guessed that voice, my guest today is Whitney Baran, our executive director. And one of the reasons I wanted to have Whitney on this episode, Whitney, this is our 50th the big 5-0, the 50th episode of Conversations and Connections. Wow, that is really exciting to hear. Yeah, yeah. It, I've, it, it doesn't seem like um, it's been that long. It's We've been doing this for a, about a year now. Wow. About a year. That's exciting. So, yeah. Missed a couple of episodes here and there, yeah. but we try to, try to do them every week as, as often as we can. And I wanted to have Whitney on also because October is... Domestic Violence Awareness Month, and that, of course, is a really big deal in our agency. And so what we're going to do, we're just going to kind of talk a little bit about why we have uh, Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Also, we'll touch base on uh, some of the events that we have planned for October and just some of the stuff that we're working on as well. So, um so October is DV awareness, and, and we, I, we say DV. And I got to make sure when, on the podcast that we don't use uh, um, what, uh, acronyms yes. or anything that we always use. Right. We know what everything is, yes. but Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And uh, Whitney, I don't know if you want to start or, or yeah. I can start just yeah. about, you know, why is there... Why is there a need to have, uh, to bring awareness to, to something like this? Sure. Well, you know, not just during the month of October, but all year long, our agency is um, standing up and rising up to take a stand against domestic violence and sexual assault. But um, everyone here at the Family Crisis Center is just, along with other agencies like ours across the nation, are, um, you know, rising up to take a stand against domestic violence. Um, so Domestic Violence Awareness Month, I just wanted to give a little history about that. Yeah. It was um, launched nationwide in October of 1987. And uh, the idea behind that was just to connect and unite individuals and organizations just working on domestic violence and raising awareness. Um, also during the month of, of uh, October, it's a time for agencies to recognize and honor the individuals who's, who have lost their lives at the hands of intimate partner violence. Um, so it's a time that we, we, we take some time to recognize those individuals and, um, you know, think of how we as advocates and a community can move forward and, and prevent um, domestic violence in the future. Sure, sure. Uh, you know, and... I think it's important to to recognize it because I'm not saying everyone has this attitude, but I think a lot of times we run into certain situations where people, oh, well, that doesn't happen here. That doesn't happen in our town or that doesn't happen in our school or 
or um, yeah, uh, or things like that. Yeah, and, it, it makes us feel safer when we think domestic violence, you know, only happens somewhere else. Um, right. When in reality, you know, it, it's happening right here in our neighborhood and to our families. Sure, and, you sure. Know, and it's also a time to recognize that anyone can be a, a victim of domestic violence right. because it, you know, regardless of ra- uh, the race, age, you know, ethnicity, sexual orientation, um, domestic violence um, happens to everyone. It doesn't discriminate, so... And I, I and and I'm glad you brought that up because I always in nearly every presentation that I do when we do prevention work I always try to make it clear that um, men can be survivors Absolutely. too. Uh, Absolutely. Automatically, and, and and we're about to. Uh, I want to kind of segue into um, kind of maybe I don't know if I want to say fighting the cliches, but yes. kind of. Kind of talk about that, you know, domestic violence, when we hear that word, it's more than what many people think. And and in fact, men can uh, be survivors just as much as, as women sure. can be um, in domestic violence. But, you know, when we think about domestic violence, a lot of times we do have that image that a lot of people conjure up of, uh, the the man in the white T-shirt beating up on his wife. She's got a black eye. Right. And there's just so, so much more to exactly. that. Um, and, you know? In recognizing that and educating your community and individuals on domestic violence and what that actually looks like. So, right. you know, individuals can identify that because you're sure. right. It, domestic abuse can take many different forms. Um, including, you know, physical, sexual, emotional abuse. Um, you know, ab- abusive relationships are always involved in an imbalance of power and control, and the abuser uses just intimidating tactics to control his or her partner. And so it's it's it might not be easy sometimes to identify domestic violence, where some some situations may be out you know, just outright at first, sure. and you can clearly see it from the outside. Um, many times it starts subtle and you, right. you don't know that that individual is going through that abuse. Exactly. So, um, identifying and recognizing that is, is a part of our, you know, um, goal for domestic violence awareness month. Um, and our Peace by Peace campaign is, you know, if you are looking at our campaign and you're following us on Facebook, you know, we're going to have a lot of information about our Peace by Peace campaign um, this month. And um, it utilizes the image of a jigsaw puzzle because it want, it's to remind us that every survivor is unique in how they find peace. And so it's the peace... As in, and so it's hard to kind of say that over <laughs> over the when you're doing podcast. Au- yeah, when you're doing just audio, yes. it's a little hard um, to. Uh... So it peace spelled, you know, P E A C E, as like in a peace sign, peace, and then uh, peace, P I E C E. Um, you know, it's just to give the image that you know there's different pieces of the puzzle, and and we all serve as a different piece in how. Um, Healing and prevention, you know, can help a survivor move forward. And so the intent of the Peace by Peace campaign this year is to hopefully have individuals in our community kind of stepping back and looking at where they um, see themselves and what piece of the puzzle will they be in preventing and stopping domestic violence. So all right. So look for the puzzle pieces. That's kind of our logo for this uh uh, for for the month of October, and w- you'll see that a lot on our uh, Facebook page and on our um, 
on our website. Yes. What is wrong with me today? I couldn't find the word have you, website. Have you had your coffee? Well, this I'm, I'm working on it. I kept, <laughs> I kept thinking internet. Our internet page. In our internet page. Yeah, our, our website. Yeah. But you'll you'll see you'll see that campaign. Yes. Uh, all all over the place. Yes. And um, Wendy, I don't know if you uh brought any statistics. I I, uh, I did bring a few statistics. And, um, and we don't have to get in into a lot of details, sure. but. Uh, kind of going back to, you know, well, why do we do this? Why do we need to bring attention in October to domestic violence and um, and all of that? And I think if somebody would look at some statistics or some some maps or graphs, they could probably maybe easier understand why we still need to do this. Well, and, you know, each year the Texas Council on Family Violence um, – they publish narratives in which is an analysis of like the demographics and the statistics on um, intimate partner violence. And so this, these statistics are something that I'm going to post on our Facebook okay. page. So people can click that link and yep. actually go to that website and read these stories because in this information, um, it, it, it talks about the individual's, um, who have lost their lives, their stories, mm -hmm. their ages. Um, it even goes into, um, you know, actually how they lost their lives. Um, and so I, I know that that sounds, you know, kind of morbid when you kind of think about it and you kind of pull that up. But it's so important to know that, you know, domestic violence isn't sugar-coated. You know, this is real-life stuff, and this is this is happening across the, the nation. And when you look at these statistics, it gives us an opportunity to kind of take a step back and see what we need to do as a community and as a nation to, to, to help identify and help to move forward. You know, how can we, how can we move forward and address something if we're not talking about it and know, you know, what's going on? So these statistics are, um, very interesting, and those will be pa uh, posted on our Facebook page, so you can go and look okay. at those. Um, but so, just a couple of statistics I wanted just to kind of talk about, um, and they're still working on the 2020 statistics. So these are 2019 numbers, um, but in 2019 there were 185 Texans who were killed by their intimate partner violence or by intimate partners, and um, the youngest victim was 15. And the oldest was 87. Wow. And, you know, like I said, you know, TCFE publish, publishes these narratives with the family's um, consent. And it's just the narrative and statistics that help with identifying trends to inform, mm -hmm. you know, the communities, like, you know, how to respond to domestic violence. Sure. So. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Um, so. I want to kind of move to some of the things that we do have planned to to bring awareness uh, during October. Of course, some of these events I'm, we're going to talk about may, depending on when you download this podcast, may or may not have already happened. So I'll be specific about the dates and everything. And by all means, uh, Whitney, you're more than welcome to, to chime in okay. uh, whenever you want. But I do want to start um, this uh, Wednesday coming up at Angelina College. This is something I always have enjoyed doing. We we call it the Survivor Obstacle Course, 
and that's going to be on uh, Wednesday, October sixth. We'll have we'll be out there from ten a.m. until twelve noon, and we're getting some help uh, as always from uh, the coalition. The, they're going to bring out some of the kids. the uh, the The drug free all stars are going to come out and and help us do that. But it's a it's a very good visual representation of what a survivor may go through after they experience um, domestic violence. I don't know if you ever had the chance to to go out there and, and see this, Whitney. Yes. Uh, it's It's been, you know, I think that each year it evolves because there's different right. situations that sure. occur. And, and going back to the Peace by Peace campaign, you know, there's different pieces that go with individuals Mm -hmm. every individual situation is different so this is a good representation of that and it's interesting i'm I'm very interactive and i'm very um visual so going through this obstacle course is very um informative and um i think it's great for anyone who has the opportunity to go out and and participate to do that well and just briefly i i won't spend a lot of time on this but basically what it is we we have these giant refrigerator boxes we 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 ask a student first to go in there, and and inside the box is a survivor's story. They read that, then they go through. We have, uh, imagine if you will, pool noodles <laughs> with victim blaming statements on them. And okay, you know, what were you wearing? Mm-hmm. You're a slut. Mm-hmm. You're easy. You're stupid. And why didn't you just leave? Why didn't you just leave? Yeah, and as they walk the favorite, through those, that's a famous one. They we wave the the pool noodles in their face. Um, we have hula hoops on the ground that everyone has to jump through, representing uh, jumping through the hoops of like the nurse exam, uh, finding an attorney, uh, the the exam, you know, th- things like that. Um, what else? We we uh, we. The coalition always lets us borrow some drunk goggles just because after all that, everything's so confusing. And so we get people to wear the dunk, the drunk goggles and, and walk a line. And uh, we have um, caution tape that's red. So they got to go through the red tape. Yeah. Anyway, it's just a really interesting, very visual yeah. way to represent that. So we have that going on. That'll be again on October 6th at Angelina college. Um, we also have our Lufkin event at the courthouse. Uh, that'll be Thursday the 7th at 8.30. Um, we actually have um, individuals from the community come and speak about, you know, their role and in, in mm-hmm. what their role within the community is with domestic violence. This year we actually have John Bounty with the um, Angelina County Attorney's Office, and so... Um, he will be there okay. um, speaking today or okay. on Wednesday. <laughs> All right. Whenever, whenever that event is. <laughs> Wednesday, Wednesday, or, uh, Thursday the uh, 7th. And we have our, uh, we're going to have a similar event uh, at Crockett in, in the city of Crockett. That'll be on October the 13th. And um, I'm, I'm looking uh, at the, it's going to be at the Farmer's Market and Food Park at 201 North 5th Street there in Crockett. So uh, we'll be out there for that. Uh, and also, uh, what I think, again, is really neat, on October the 13th, um, 
Angelina College, they're having their home soccer games that night, and they're turning that into a domestic violence awareness night at their home soccer games for the women's game and the men's game. Uh, that'll start at 5 o'clock. We'll have our table there with our information. I think we're going to have uh, either some volunteers or some interns make a banner to put on the fence. Uh, I'll write some PSAs for the, the PA announcer to uh, to read. Uh, so we'll be doing that. Again, it'll be at the Angelina College Home Soccer Games on October the 13th. Then our Nacogdoches event will be on October the 14th. Yeah, and, and I also wanted to add that that yeah. is also the day that our um, Christmas extravaganza is at the thrift store. Oh, so okay. we're just rolling it Yay. all into one. It's just going to awesome. be a really fun day. Um, everyone looks forward to that the Christmas uh, merchandise coming out at our thrift stores. And so uh, while you're there, you can, you know, participate in the domestic violence awareness event and um, do some learning and some shopping. And um, it, it's just going to okay. be a really fun, exciting day. Nice. Uh, so, and again, October 14th, is, again, is the Nacogdoches event, uh, and that's going to be, um, let's see, I'm, I'm, I'm trying at, to look at our press release, Whitney. At 11. Is, okay, it's going to be at 11 o'clock. On Thursday the 14th. Okay. And it, it, that'll be, is that going to be at the thrift yes, store? Yes, it'll be at 3909 North okay, Street. Okay, so, so the event will be at the it thrift store. It will be, yes. <clears throat> okay. Excuse me, I'm, I got a little frog in my throat this morning. Uh, also, then on the 20th, uh, another event I'm excited about at, 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 uh, at SFA, we're having a Take Back Your Life event. That'll be at 6 p.m., and that'll be on October the 20th. And what we're going to do is we're going to pretty much have a march from the Student Center, and we're going to walk all the way to the library and back just to... Uh, take back your life, pretty much just saying, hey, never be afraid to uh, to walk by yourself in the evenings, to walk uh, or just to walk by yourself, period. Uh, don't live in fear um, uh, when it comes to domestic violence. So what I'm really excited about is that we do have the fraternities uh, and a lot of the other Greeks on board mm -hmm. with this. So they're going to come out yes. and, and, and walk with us. Uh, we're still working on... Uh, who we're going to get to come speak, but I think we're going to feed everybody. Sure. And so that's going to be, that's going to be a great time. That'll be October the 20th. And we also have a large puzzle pieces, um, that we have, um, ordered because if you want to make a sign while you walk and just to kind of put your, what, you know, what domestic violence means to you or a word, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of people put survivor or, um, you know, whatever is important to them, what word ever, you know, means something to them, um, they can do that. And so we'll yeah. have that available as well. So we, it'll be like picket signs, yeah. I guess, yes. what you can call mm -hmm. it, where then they can yes. march with so those. So that'd be awesome. you can march with your sign if you so choose. That's great. Uh, Go Purple Day is October the 21st. Yes. Everybody wear purple yes. on those days. It should be easy in Nacogdoches, yes. SFA. I, I was just telling someone that... <laughs> Purple is my favorite color, and it's a good thing because everything <laughs> is purple. You know, purple is um, has always been represented by, uh, 
unified symbol of courage and survival and for domestic violence. And so, you know, people wear purple to create awareness for Domestic Violence Awareness Month. And then, you know, you have SFA, of course, is purple. Yeah. And so yeah. it's just we're, we're purple out. So, and then Lufkin Panthers. Lufkin Panthers. You know, so uh, uh, Tigers. I got so, I got to throw Canard Tigers in there. Give them a shout out. Um, so I think so, that anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of an easy. It's kind of convenient yeah, in a way that. Yeah. Uh, so wear your purple on that day again. That's going to be October the twenty first. And and send us a picture too. If you if you're at a workplace or your school or just a group, um, if you take a picture of yourself in purple, message us on Facebook, and we'll we would like to share that. Um, yeah. Just to kind of you know. That'd be create, awesome. Create that awareness. So sure. So send us a message. Great, and then. Uh, October 20th, I kind of guess I kind of got my, my dates reversed. The Go Purple Day is the 21st, but then October 20th, uh, we're actually going to have an event in San Augustine, yes. which is really cool. I, I think, I can't remember when was the last time we've done an event in San Augustine, but uh, it'll be, um, well, now, hold on, hold on. It's hold, the 21st. Okay, let me put the brakes on yes. that. Okay, so on the 21st. I was like, am I wrong? Did no. I write that down? So, yes. You're I'll, never wrong, Whitney. That. That is, you heard that. That is recorded on tape. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sorry. Forgive me. That will be Thursday, October 21st. Yes. And it's at 11. On, at the St. Augustine County Courthouse. Yes. At 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about that because yes. I think it's been a while maybe since we've done an event uh, like that in St. Augustine County. Yes, we're really excited about um about that event, and um, we, I think last year we did our event in Center, and so this year in San Augustine, and okay. so um, we're just really excited about spreading that awareness spreading the throughout love, our right? nine-county awesome. service area. Um, so, uh, so those are the events that we have going on, and if you'll look, I'm sure these will be posted on our Facebook page yes. and and uh, on our website yes. probably. Uh, so if you want to go back and check that out, you can. Uh, and also, uh, I'm, I'm just excited uh, as far as prevention work. Sure. You know, this year, the past couple of years has been really tough trying to do prevention work with COVID and everything. We've had to get really innovative we have <laughs> on how we are spreading that awareness we have due to covid because you know the schools were you know shut down everything was shut down yeah. we you know and and i think that um as you know the school year goes on you know schools are kind of you know letting us slowly make mm-hmm. our way back into yeah. the schools and so um our agency is always um has always just tried to take a holistic approach mm-hmm. to domestic violence and sexual assault. So in our prevention efforts are so important. So getting into those schools and talking to those kids about yeah. healthy relationships and, you know, bystander intervention is so critical. Well, you know, since, since I've been here, we've mostly always focused on the college students right. and which, which is very important. Sure. I'm not dismissing that at all. That's, that's very important. But it's, but it's more, there's a, a whole nother audience. Yeah, Exactly. And so opportunities came up for us to, okay, let's start trying to hit the, the schools. And, uh, that's kind of when COVID started happening. And so we, we were able to do a few things, but that's not a lot, but now I think opportunities are starting to come up where we are able to, uh, you know, just recently, um, we were able to go to central junior high and talk to the fifth, sixth, seventh and eighth graders, uh, about healthy friendships mm-hmm. and 
and what it means, uh, uh, how to recognize if you're in a toxic friendship. Because sure. if you can recognize the elements of a healthy friendship and a toxic friendship, as you get older, that will translate, I think, pretty well Absolutely. to your romantic relationships, right? Well, and we're so appreciative to the schools that allow us to come in and talk to these oh, yeah. kids. And so um, if you're listening and there's any if, and there's any connection that you have with any schools or businesses oh, yeah. or any opportunity that you think, Churches, yes, church youth groups. Absolutely. Give us a call, um, you know, message Stuart and email him and yeah. because we are always trying to get our foot in the door um, to to talk to anyone who's willing to listen to well, us. And, you know, we've been, I'm really excited <laughs> about, Whitney, I'm going to be buying a puppet. We are <laughs> so excited and about a so puppet. Just, a, just a, v- a very brief background. When I started doing prevention work here, we was doing prevention work, like I said, at, at SFA and at Angelina College. Sure. So then we thought, okay, we're going to shift gears a little bit. We'll still work with SFA and Angelina College, but we're going to start to get into the schools. Okay. So, you know, you're thinking high schools, middle schools. Yeah. Okay. Well, I have to kind of adjust my presentations yeah. a little bit and, and everything. Well, um, I got a call uh, a, couple, a couple of weeks ago from Crockett ISD from their kindergarten school. Yes. Wanting to know if we could come out and talk to the kindergartners. And we are so excited about this opportunity. And I was like, yeah, sure. You know, uh, and I totally say, you know, I've never worked with kids this young before. uh, Will, who who works here, who's part of our prevention team, Will and I have uh, done presentations for first and second graders at the Boys and Girls Club here. So I told her, well, we've done first and second graders. And she asked me what we talked to them about. So I told her, and she goes, oh, well, that'll be fine. Yeah. You can you can do that. And her next question was, do you have a puppet? Because she said, if you have a puppet, those kindergartners are yours. You will have them in the palm of your hand. And it was music to my ears. I was like, okay. So I'm on Amazon Googling puppet. I went down the hallway to talk to uh, Whitney and Melissa. It's like, hey guys, uh, do you think there may be a chance uh, we could buy a puppet? And yes. Like, yeah, start looking. It's so exciting. So, I'm very anyway, excited about it. I'm really excited about it. And I'll, and I'll tell you this, Whitney, just real quick. With my experience at the Boys and Girls Club, working with the first and second graders, I love yeah. that age group because yeah. they and are so open they are. to receiving anything you want to tell him, tell them, and they're so excited about anything you, you have know, to tell them. And it's such an impressionable age. It's such a critical age to get Definitely. those healthy relationships. Yeah. And you yeah. know, sometimes those kids, um, there's a lot of kids that are in public schools that are not getting those right healthy you know relationship sure. information that they that they need to and so this is our opportunity to kind yeah. of plant that seed with those those little ones and exactly. i'm excited about it so. so i gotta work on my puppet voice yes you have to we're gonna practice later <laughs> I'm gonna pra- audition yes. in front yes. of whitney in her office uh, at some point yep. but no i am excited and of course i mean and i've said this before but if you don't know when we talk to kindergartners Obviously, we're going to talk to them about things on their level that they will understand. We're not going to really talk about romantic relationships. We're going to introduce to them the concept of things like consent. And when we talk to them about consent, it's like, 
hey, you know, before you borrow something from your friend, ask them yeah. if you can borrow something. Just introducing those healthy You know, that, just that concept, mm-hmm. you know, you can get out there and, and start talking to them about. And we can tailor our presentations to any age group. And so that's important well, to know. And as I like to say, yeah. we can be as rated G yes. or PG-13 yes. as you would as like you for us, us to be. be. Uh, so don't ever worry about the topic. When we talk about romantic relationships or sexual assault prevention or consent, please, please keep in mind that we can yes. uh, tailor that to an age-appropriate or an audience-appropriate right. um, level yeah. and, and, and topics. So let us in to your schools. <laughs> let us in. Let us talk to those kids. And I, I'm... And, uh, I'm also, another, quickly, just another audience I've really, really been trying to reach out to, which uh, we're going to have an opportunity uh, very soon, just in a few days, to talk to is uh, at SFA is their, uh, the LGBTQ oh, yes. caucus. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll be, um, me and uh, Rebecca will be doing a, a presentation yes. uh, to them. And in fact, these the caucus, if you're a regular listener, probably... Oh, a couple of months ago, they uh, we had them on uh, the podcast, podcast uh, to uh, to talk to them about the caucus. So they've invited us to come actually to uh, speak at one of their meetings. Yes. So I'm really uh, excited about that. Uh, and again, um, hey, let us know if you'd like mm-hmm. to come talk to your student organization or civic group or whatever. We'd love to Absolutely. love to do that. All right, Whitney, do you have anything else that you wanted to make sure that we talk about before we wrap things up? You know, I just wanted to just, before we wrap up, just let everyone know who's listening that, you know, not just during October, but anytime that you are interested in getting involved to make a change in, you know, your community when it comes to domestic violence or sexual assault, you know, spreading the word, sharing your story, um, reach out to us. You know, there are so many different ways that you can, you can help agencies like ours and um, whether it be just by volunteering or just, you know, taking some pamphlets and and kind of carrying them around with you. I know that, you know, there's been times when um, I've given someone a card and they've met someone who was in need of our agency services. And they said, you know, Hey, I had one of these, these, this information and I gave it to someone. And that individual actually ended up seeking services with our agency. So there's so many different ways that you can, you know, be a voice to survivors. Um, So please just like our Facebook page, follow us, contact us. Um, Anything that, you know, you can do to get involved. um, and, 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 And if you're a, you know, current or past, survivor of domestic violence um you know and and are needing services for yourself reach out to us because um it doesn't matter how long ago that has happened we're here for you um and to help you um move forward and um just support you yeah and that's what we're all about awesome yeah thank you Whitney. absolutely thank you thank you Stu. <laughs> <laughs> uh and again if you uh if you have any questions about what we've talked about you can reach out to us at conversations and connections at fccet Dot com. And uh, as Whitney said, if you feel like you need our services for any reason, we do have a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week hotline, and that number is 1-800-828-7233. Again, that's 1-800-828-7233. And be sure to subscribe to Conversations and Connections. We're available via Spodcast. Spodcast. Spotify? Good grief. What is wrong with me this morning? Uh, we, you can subscribe to us via Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
or the podcast service of your choice. And as always, remember, be the voice, if not for you, for someone else. Thank you.